Welcome to the Vlogpasters podcast, a podcast all about the stories and strategies of sharing God's love in the digital world. Now, here are two pastors that love to put a camera in their face and walk around in public. They are the Laurel and Hardy of Digital Ministry, Jared Brown and Joshua Verwers. Hey, everybody. You know what's funny? Jared didn't know who Laurel and Hardy was when I said Laurel and Hardy. I got, I got you now. <laughs> what what uh, TV show is that off of? Yeah, I'm, yeah, with, I'm you. with you. I love it. Yeah. Who's on first? Laurel mm-hmm. and Hardy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but, which is always fun when you say like Laurel and Hardy or something like that. And somebody's like, um, that doesn't even sound familiar. Anywho. Uh-oh. He says the echo is back again. How, oh, I know how the echo's back. There we go. The echo's back. Fix it. Now I've got it fixed again. So that means we're not going to move from this view. You guys are going to see this one the entire time. It should be good. Uh, I hope it's good. And all you're going to get is us. You're going to have to look at our faces and stare at our stuff and things and stuff. Hey, Jared, how you doing? (laughs) Is Jared now froze? Is that the way this morning is going to go? We're going to freeze. We're going to have issues. We're going to have all sorts of stuff, such as life, apparently. Whenever Jared can finally kick back in here, if he kicks back in here, then we'll be able to do something. Hey, there he is. How are you? Am I here? Oh, hi. Oh, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Golly. How are you guys? Uh, My internet's doing well. mm Mm-hmm. What's new with you? Um, New with me, uh, apparently, what happens when we've gone like three or four weeks without doing this is everything uh, is not awesome anymore because I forget how to to put these things in. And I've been playing with Ecamm a lot because Ecamm, oh man, they've got some cool features that they have now added and brought in, things like... um, they have a preview window, which is really cool. It's all in beta so far, but the preview window, which basically means if I wanted to put, you know, bring in a new guest and then, you know, just all of a sudden bring them in, I can in there create the overlays before sending them out live, which is cool. Oh, cool. It's one of those features that I loved with Streamlabs when I was using it. I loved with vMix when I was using it. Ecam didn't have it. Now they've got it, which is really, really cool. I like that. There's also nice little widgets and overlays, which are amazing. But one of the problems is when you're running one machine with Ecamm Live and then Ecamm Live Beta, what happens is if you adjust framing on one, it automatically adjusts on the other. So like with this Ecamm Live, the full version, there is not a preview window, which means I normally take up the full real estate of my screen. With preview window, I have to shrink those down. So when I opened this, I'm missing my preview window, and this is what I got. And so then everything is all off, and then the comments are all weird and things and stuff. And hey, how about we say hi to some people that are in the yeah, chat and joining it. us? Let's do it. <laughs> so I know Jason Remster was here. He was saying he wanted to be the first to welcome us both back, and so he is. Uh, Henry was hanging out with us. John Hayes was in before the pre-show, and John was bringing some amazing value for me as well, helping me through some issues. Um, Mama's hey, here and says you in were going. Go we, got, we got a chance to talk about it beforehand, but I, I want to make this as public as humanly possible because it meant the world to me. Uh, Henry called me. A couple of times during the during the ice storm, and dude, that that meant the world just to have somebody checking on me. Hey, dude, praying for you, that sort of thing. That was cool, man. Thank you, Henry. Thank you, Henry. Much better man than I. I just left you alone. Yeah, I, didn't I talk mean, to you. Joshua didn't call. I didn't call. <laughs> Whatever. I, <laughs> talk basically, every day we're good. <laughs> I mean, I sent you messages, but we did one call during Snowmageddon. One call, and it was a Skype call. Um, at the same time, I i mean, being up here in the Midwest, we've gone through those power outage times, yeah. and typically it's like, you got your hands full, so I'm not messing with people. Um, yeah. But 
that's also me trying to give out what I would want to receive, which is in those moments, leave me alone. Nothing. Leave me alone. <laughs> but, <laughs> no and that, and yeah. that's one of my issues is I often try to treat people the way I want to be treated, which no. is, I mean, hey, I think there's a proverb about that. Um, however, the way I want to be treated is not always the way it should be. I think it should be more like instead of treat people the way you want to be treated, it should be treat people the way you should be treated. Hmm. There. That's that's my my thought. I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you make the rewrite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> you follow some of my comments on on different <laughs> things and you'll see that people already think I've already rewritten the Bible. Um so it's like well, whatever. I just I don't I don't care. Uh, okay, who else we got in here? Dustin Damesworth saying you're echoing. Actually, he said a few other things. I'll go from the other way now that we've got things fi fixed. He says, just stare at our stuff. <laughs> That's what they were doing. Uh, thinking out loud with Pastor Joshua. That is right, right? I've got the right one. I'm not mixing things up. Why do we do that? We always mix people up so much. I don't know, man. I'm pretty uh, sure well, that's Pastor Joshua. It's folks like me, like Bite a Brownie that you can't really tell what their names are and you get them mixed up with other folks' names, other and channels thinking that out you loud watch. With TJ. Yeah. What, yeah. I mean, just, just come on, do it, do what I do, do what Trey does. I mean, you see, you, you know who this guy on the screen, you know, that, that, that guy right there, it says Trey Van Camp echo again. You, you just, know. Oh, are we back in it? Or is that? No, 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 one? that was, that was an old one. Um, but he said that the Ecamm interview is so much better. Figure it out, Jared. Yeah. I, I don't know what Jared's Dude, issue is, but you've I, you've been on with me. It has, and I've seen it, and I replicated it once on my computer, and it's basically Chrome on a PC that Ecamm had an issue with, which doesn't make any sense at all because it's the Chrome operating system. But uh, there was something in there, and somebody told me, oh, well, it's a virus protection or some firewall stuff. No, because I've got my compute, my PC like locked to the hilt, and I was able to get past it. So, and everything's updated on my PC, everything's updated on your PC. Um, and at the same time, interview mode, if it doesn't work to interview somebody on whatever they have, then it's not working properly. So there's, mm -hmm. there's still a little glitch in there. Although I don't know now that it's necessarily on Ecamm's end. I think it's all on Jared's end. <laughs> when in doubt, let's just blame my stuff. Yeah. When in doubt, we're going to blame Jared. That is the plan. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I feel like that's that's my world. Like that's my that's my <laughs> my blessing to this world. I don't know. My stuff doesn't work. You know, I don't know what I'm doing. All I would need to do, like to really get my channel to take off, all I need to do is every conversation we have where I'm trying to help you troubleshoot stuff, I just need record to record it. those and yep. then upload them as a separate video. Yep. Oh, you got a problem with this? Here's how we fix it. Yep. I have no clue. But basically, <laughs> Joshua is my tech support. I'm like, um, I don't know how to make the thingy do the doodo wop. Yeah. Make it go to together. Uh, yep. So anyways, uh, John Hayes says, I just played who's on first clip for my 10 year old and my wife because there she's never go. seen it. Oh, and I was cracking up at their reactions the whole time after they were watching it. Yeah. The, the who's <laughs> on first is hilarious. And there's others yeah. like that. Uh, you know, other variations and spins, uh, especially with some of the, the foreign languages, because different words, you know, are mean different things in different cultures. So it's it's kind of interested to, to see some of that stuff. Um, let's see. Let's see. What else did we had here? Oh, mom says, shh, quit saying that. Jesus, they need help today. <laughs> Most days. Come on, Deb. Every day. Come on, Deb. <laughs> Right in every day. Uh, let's see. Genevieve saying that will teach you for taking a break from a month, even if you couldn't help it. That's, uh, you that's know, true. And after what was it? Was it last week or was last week still snowmageddon down there? Yep. Yep. Okay. So I think it was last week when we Skyped and then I was like, man, the Skyping on your phone actually worked. We could have went live, but. Right. Um, I was still way too much in my headspace for, for the weekend. It was like, uh, no, I needed this. Yeah, we break. still had like a two hour conversation, but it wasn't, we just, I don't know why we didn't put that into a live format. I, I, I don't, I don't know. We, we could have, we should have, we didn't cause it could have even been just a straight live stream. I would have had to try to figure out how to do that from both mobiles though, but I'm sure there's a way. 
Uh, we were up in Des Moines. I think my son was down here. I could have just had us both Skype in to my computer and have him just be the producer and run <laughs> run it. <laughs> Which I was thinking about that. You were talking about some of the problems of switching back and forth and running all of the overlays and stuff. I mean, you do have a producer. I mean, not Logan yet. Yeah, but Mike well, hasn't been in there. She Mike has been, although now she's running away. Although now she heard her name, she's probably coming back in. <laughs> although if she's listening, she could also bring me some coffee. That would be Ooh, amazing as well. It's time to float that coffee in. Yes. Um, so let's see. There were a couple other comments I wanted to get here, and I'm trying to write here. Pastor Joshua saying, do I see a new Mike Jared? I think it's been a bit since he's been on the stream, but yes, Jared has one of these, the SM7Bs. So. Yeah, no, this thing is incredible. Uh, I think, I think, audience outcry was the reason that I finally switched. <laughs> there were so many comments of like, "Dude, just get rid of the blue Yeti. That thing is, <laughs> that thing is nasty. Like, I hate the sound of it." So. You know, there's a there's a quote out there. Uh, what is it? Uh, good, better, best. Never let it rest till your good becomes better and your better best. And yeah, <laughs> so it's that, you know, kind of improving thing. And I don't remember. I don't know who originated that. It was one of my Bible school teachers that I remember saying it and it just stuck with me the first time I heard it. Uh, but to me, Blue Yeti is good. I liked it. It's good. There I liked it. That's that's just that's good. This is best. <laughs> <laughs> so Jared just skipped over the better and went straight to best. Look Floating at that. coffee hand. <laughs> that was me practicing my TikTok lip syncing. <laughs> that needs to die. That whole segment. <laughs> that needs to die. It's awesome. <laughs> I it is it. awesome. So yeah, uh, Pastor Josh saying, yes, it's been a bit since he's been on and the SM7B is well worth the dinero. Um, Man, see, that's for anybody watching out there that wants to get into upgrading your gear. It's just like anything else. Mo money, mo problems type of thing. Because like once you once you upgrade this, then you do the FET head or the cloud lifter or whatever. And let's just say you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> And you buy the wrong FET head. And, and you don't use the links for the FET head that I have put. And it put. squeals in people's ears for a couple weeks. And we can't find the problem. And we threaten to close down the live stream yeah. and all sorts of stuff. Did we even I, tell everybody nightmare. what we found out with that? It's a nightmare. Go, go right ahead. Go right ahead. It, it seems to be the theme today. <laughs> go ahead. So for what we found okay. out, when Jared upgraded all of his audio... The one thing that he knew that I use that he should get is a FET head. You could get a cloud lifter, but I I like FET heads better. It gives more gain for less money. Um, so that's it's cleaner. Just, it's it's like this big and it yeah. plugs directly in line. Yeah, it's it's not big at all. I mean, it's the I've size of a thumb. Uh, and so I like those, but what Jared did was he just went on like I don't know Amazon or the FET head website or something, and he bought the wrong one um so he bought the one with phantom uh so phantom power and it's uh passing the phantom power through which with a dynamic microphone you do not want to do uh so he bought the wrong one and that's when we were having all of that echo and the feedback it was it was a power surge, basically. There was too much power getting into the microphone, and these microphones are built well enough that it's not going to destroy it with that extra phantom power coming in. It pushes it through, and yet the... But what needed to happen is it didn't need to pass the phantom power through. It needed to use the phantom power itself, which is a regular FET head. Lots of stuff, Learn basically. Learning curves all around. Basically, if you've seen any of the, like, the... the tech videos. You know, I had this one that I just, I had posted on the What Joshua channel. And uh, now that that thing is deceased, it's been posted on this channel and it's about this mic boom arm. And I talk about a FET head in there. And in the link of the the descriptions, there was a link to the right one. Hey, you're, don't worry. You're not getting away with that <laughs> about the whole deleting of a channel. And Diana and I saying that that was probably a, a bad idea to start that channel in the first place. But Joshua being Joshua, it's going to blaze a trail. 
we'll, we'll cover that. Okay, we'll, 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 that. we'll come back to that. Diana, by the way, is here saying howdy. What's so up, Diana? We, we could definitely be in trouble. <laughs> uh, Henry saying he's been using Ecamm a lot for broadcasting high school sports. Quite an experience. Um, and then Jason Remster following in saying that he just picked up a the GoPro 9 to start streaming sports this year. So cool. that's going to be... That's going to be a good one as well. Uh, and then John had another comment in here. John Hayes saying, but then it's also once you did upgrade, you ask why you didn't do it earlier with the oh, upgrade. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, yes. I don't know. I, I mean, again, I didn't – I'm not a sound guy, particularly sound guy. Now, video, the A7S III, I should have done that. If this thing was out years ago, I should have swept over, switched over to Sony years ago. But this A7S III, there is nothing like it. Video-wise, I see that. It's clear, hands down, that that's a thing. Mm. Audio-wise, I, I don't know. It's a, it's like a a little bit of a of an increase no, to me. I no. can't really tell the difference. Maybe to you. But for the rest of us that are used to hearing all of the background noise on your end, we are thanking <laughs> you for the SM7B. <laughs> Because you and I've been on chats when you've got that plugged in that Jess will be in the kitchen, you know, slamming and slamming things. And I can barely hear it. It's like barely hear it. And then if I would actually play with the roadcaster a little bit more, I could set the, the noise floor and eliminate it altogether. But with something like the blue Yeti, it picks all that up. You're not going to be able to get rid of that. So, um, but again, that's one of the other things is I think from our end, when we're creating the content, it's hard for us to see the big improvement on things because it's always like, it's not one big thing typically that is causing an issue. It's a hundred little things that cause an issue. Uh, hey, let's use uh, my least favorite camera in the world, <laughs> the Canon M50. And I'm joking. It's not my least favorite camera in the world, but it was good. It was a great starter camera for me, but with what I was wanting to do and where I was going, it was the wrong camera for me. It just, it just was. Now at the time I couldn't fathom going over to like what Trey had, I think at the time, I think he had the, the 6,300 maybe. Uh, Cause I think if I remember right, Trey had the a 6,300 and back then the color science was bad. But Trey was doing a lot of color grading, and I wasn't going to jump into that. So it was logical to go with Canon because that was going to be my major pain point. With the Canon cameras, it's not one big thing that they lack. It's 50 small things that they lack. And then when you put all of those together, you know, it's like, uh, what is that? A death by, you know, a thousand cuts or something like that. Oh, yeah. And that was what having the M50 felt like to me because I was not only making shorter form content, but long form content, trying to make vertical form content. Um, There were just way too many variables. But then Sony improved the color science. They stepped up the game. And then at that point, it's like, okay. Yeah, we can we can definitely go this route. And then, man, a sixty six hundred. As soon as I make some more money and convince my wife to let me uh, break open the you know the streaming and production budget, then I'm going to get what Diana's saying. She got. She says, just got the ZV one. That will be my oh, next yeah. camera. Oh yeah, tiny little point and shoot, and it's remarkable. Like, well, with as much as yeah. she does Instagram and YouTube and TikTok, all that yeah. stuff, man, that thing, that that's an unlock for yeah. all that with vertical video. Absolutely. I, I was wondering if you were going to be interested in the FX3 at all. Me? A little bit cheaper. Yeah. No. Not at all. No. I guess you don't make that style I, I content anymore. Yeah, it's just, it's not... Um, I mean, I remember reading some of the rumors. I haven't looked at everything now that it's dropping. But for me, the A6600, the only thing that it doesn't have that I wish it did have. And I'm I'm trying to to think, make sure this this is correct. Yeah, I think the only thing it doesn't have that I wish it did have is 120 frames per second in 4K. (laughs) And that's it. It's got 120 frames per second in 1080p which is more than enough. Um, 
because with the YouTube compression and stuff, I can upscale it in Premiere Pro to a 4K. And then by the time YouTube processes it, you don't notice much of a difference. There is well, a little bit. Let um, me tell you something. I, I hear you, but let me hop in here and just, just squash this whole rumor. That 120, old Peter McKinnon, man, I, I get it. He's he's made that thing just almost where you like you lust after it. You want to have yeah. that. You want to have the 120 frames. I've used it once. I I yeah. find it unusable. It's too slow. Like 60 covers everything. 120 is just the file size is massive. And then when well, you yeah. finally like you're like, come on, it doesn't look like everybody else's does. You're like, it's just waiting for the foot to hit the ground. Well, it depends on how you're running it too. See, like there are times that I'll do a hundred and like I've recorded most of a vlog in 120 frames in 1080p. Yeah. Like most of the whole thing. Why? Because I'll just drop it in. I've already got the motion blur because I'm setting my shutter speed at 250. So if I run that in a 24 frame per second timeline, it looks like 24 frames per second. And then when I want to use the slow-mo, well, then how slow do I want it? Because you can go all the way down to, what, 20% yeah, it's speed, like which is super slow. But typically, 60 frames is plenty slow for me. Right. Um, but that's like, like me saying, that's the only thing that the A6600 doesn't have that I kind of wish it did. And if that's the only thing, I don't need anything more than the A6600. Right. Uh, and that was me going through, you know, when I bought this back in, actually, I've had it a year now because I think it was the end of January last year. And I went through all of the content I was currently making, all of the content I would be making, and what do I want? What do I not want? And then just making that checklist. And when I looked at it, it was like, what do I need? What do I want? And then when I lined that up, there was only that one thing that it didn't have. And that was just a want. And it was like, it's not that big of a deal. Cause I wouldn't even use it that often. So sure. yeah, that's where, no. So the FX three, nah, it's, it's, it's just out. not anything that I would need. Um, but you must have like a, uh, like a little bitty pancake, lens, like a, like a 10, 10 to 14 or something. What's your, what's your lens that you have right now? On your A6600. This one right now is the uh, Sigma 16. Uh, 16. F1.4. Okay. But so that's, that's pretty good I typically size. run with the uh, Sony 10 to 18. So all the vlogs are the 10 to 18. But you got to keep in mind that Sony's got, this is um, crop sensor, APS-C, rather than yours is the full frame. So 16 mil in full frame, it's a... 1.5 conversion so that's a 24 mil focal so length. yeah that's that's what some of the problems that we're running into over here like with with my wife whenever she sits down to do something this is her camera her she has the a6600 mm -hmm. that's where she shoots all of her videos and stuff she's been using mine which is a full frame and she's cool to sit there with like a 24 mil or whatever yep. right there in her face but as soon as we switched over finally got the cabling necessary for her to be able to run this deal uh Oh, you have to have Too a wide? super duper wide. Yeah, yeah. In order to meet the same requirements that, you know, a full frame can give you. It's just in yeah. the space that we have. That's why I was curious about yeah, it. Well, and like I'm, that's arm length. So I can gotcha. almost touch the length, uh, the lens at an arm length. And for me, that's kind of a perfect length. And that's where I think that the, the Sigma 16 millimeter, not only because it's got a great wide and it's, got a great picture. I mean, you get that beautiful bokeh in the back cuz it's an f1.4. Um, but the price. I mean, they're like 3-400. So it's like you, you how can you beat that for that price? Um, versus the 10 to 18, which is an f4. Uh, granted it's a constant f4, which is good. But this is $900. So, yeah. Gotcha. I mean, for me, and that's what I would recommend. And then if I needed it to go any tighter, I mean, because it's just a set focal length at 16, if I needed to go any tighter, I do have the uh, clear image zoom on the Sony. And so I can punch in another one and a half. But this is essentially a 24 full frame equivalent, you know, focal length. 
So I think it's good because what you're, love you've got what on right now? Is that twenty four uh, or twenty eight? No, I, this is this is the Tamron twenty eight to seventy five. This is I'm trying to set up a, a run and gun thing, which I was showing you beforehand before we got started. I'm trying to build out the cage and make sure I've got all my cabling, you know, squared away, kind of like I like it. This is this is my I was teasing, but this is my charge extra money setup. Yeah, <laughs> it's impractical as all get out. But whenever you show up and you know you're you're there to charge some dollars. So let me ask you a question just from a purely curious tech perspective. Okay. Why did you go with the 28 to 75 versus their 17 to 70? Was that out at the time? Ooh, maybe not. Because I do remember us talking about it and it may have been a month away from where, when you were getting that. I think it dropped after. Okay. I think it dropped after me. I is what I want to say. This was pretty much the only thing in that realm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you're I wanting that was... type of a zoom, because it's a, a set aperture at f2.8, gives you that 20. nice, nice bokeh, um, and it's it's a sh- it's a really good lens. I mean, the the quality is clear on it. That's I l- actually, I love it. You made a comment. You made a comment on the video that dropped today. The the one where I had the confession cam. Yep. And was you that said this that, lens? You know, that was this lens. Yeah. Which sometimes does a better job than that 24. I love the 1.4 24. Yeah, that thing. Oh, where's that bad? This guy. <laughs> if I was to buy it, like this, this thing lives on my vlogging setup yep. right here. But if I need to do a wedding type stuff or, or you know, short little Facebook ad type of deal, then I do the twenty eight to seventy five just for versatility and whatnot. But it, I, sometimes it does a better <laughs> job of, of bokeh than the the twenty four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Augie's jumping and he's like, "Y'all be talking with numbers and letters and stuff." So out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Satellites linking up in space. Yeah, sorry, yeah. man. We we got a little tech heavy, and it's like I could hear my mom's eyeballs rolling in the back of her head as she just took a was nap. That what was slamming back. Us. That was her head. Yeah, she she's like, oh. uh, I could I could hear that. I really could. Um, I will. I wanted to jump up to a couple uh, comments on here uh, real quick. Diana does say the sixteen mil will solve all of the problems you have in a small space, Jared. So, Six, the Sigma. Yeah, the Sigma sixteen. So okay. you can get that. And if you want that to get the correct one for that A6600. It's in the description, is it? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Just I've got it on my gear shop, which everybody can do that. You know, hit the description, go to amazon.com shop slash Joshua or something like that. I've usually got a description around somewhere. And I've got like these little kits on the Amazon page. And yes, I could use like kit.com or whatever. No, I just... I like Amazon. They do a good job of shipping me my stuff when it's supposed to get here. So they help me. I help them. And if you use those links, it puts cash in my pocket so I can buy a Sony ZV-1. There you go. <laughs> hey, you can uh, okay. also buy you a coffee now. You're been, you've been building that out over the last couple of weeks. That's that's pretty cool to watch come along. I got an email about the stories that you've been building. Yes. Because I've noticed you've taken on uh, a different strategy for your your online stuff. Yeah, everything really. And some of that was like your shorts. You've been making a ton of shorts, shorts every day that coincide with the U version release of the, the scripture a day type of thing. A reading program. I think that's what they call them. Yeah. (laughs) Pastor. Okay. Uh, It's it's just the, the U versions, uh, daily Bible verse, daily Bible verse. Okay. So So you've been, you've been coinciding with that. You released those early to your buy a coffee folks. Yeah, so awesome. uh, yeah, I've I've done that. I've done yeah. Those that Behind are the scenes. Buy Me a Coffee members, uh, they get when I'm making new videos. I've been releasing some of that for you know advanced early access to some of that stuff. And then there's also exclusives. Like yesterday when I was recording the shorts, I did a little behind the scenes studio setup and showed where I'm getting these scriptures from and how I'm doing all that. Um, and that's a members only thing as well. So. Yeah, so that's that's like half the half the journey for you guys watching on. If if you want to kind of like, it, my mind gets stuck, and I think Joshua's does too, in how to come up with the right content for the right place. Because you came up with that behind the scenes of all the shorts, blah blah blah, for um for buy me a coffee, mm-hmm. and that's brilliant. I probably would have just posted it on Instagram or something like that. Which I wouldn't have because I don't post anything on Instagram hardly ever. But my mind would have been thinking, oh, that's good stuff to post in a story format behind like the Instagram. So what made you like – what's your thinking? Let's break some of this down. 
with the okay say that again because i was an, i was trying to answer one of diana's things and messing something up i i think breaking down like so we all have ideas we have a whole bunch of stories that we want to tell uh but how do we know what bucket to put it in that's that's a real pain point for me, <laughs> which is fun because a nice little plug for Diana, who's in the chats today. She's it's like she's been reading my mail on some of the the questions and pain points that I've been having yeah. on her channel, and she'll make a video and I'll be like, yeah, yeah, that. I don't know how to like organize, and Diana will understand the language here. Organize pillar content and where that pillar content goes. Does that go on? You know, I have like I have a construction side, or so I have business is a part of my channel. No matter how much I try to run away from it, it's just, uh, you know, keys to starting businesses. I'm around a bunch of entrepreneurial entrepreneurial type individuals, mm -hmm. Christians who are building their businesses, and those videos tend to do well, which has people asking for more videos. So I'll, I may drop one every now and again. It's like, oh, the business. So I don't know where to put that. It's not really the main line of my channel, but it is, but it isn't. I put it there, and it's like, then do I do like a behind the scenes on that about camera stuff, which isn't really part of my channel, but it's a part of my business. Does it go on my Instagram for my business? Does it get, you know what I mean? I get all bogged down yeah. in that. I'm not, I'm not asking you to sort through my stuff. I'm just saying no, no, no. that's the pain point. I get it. So I think what happened with me, and this was something I, I know I talked a little bit with you about. Uh, I know I talked in pretty great length with Diana about, and there have been a few other people offline that I've been talking to this about too. I think the biggest thing that has helped me figure out where to put stuff is knowing where my audience is at for any given thing. And then that helps me. So it would be like, um, I mean, if, if I'm going to be selling say winter coats, aside from snowmageddon, I'm not going to be selling a parka down in Texas. No, but you know what? In the Midwest and the upper Midwest on the Northeast, uh, even the Northwest. Yeah. I'm going to be selling the stuff there. Uh, at the same time, I doubt I'm going to be able to sell too many, you know, like surfboards here in Iowa, <laughs> you know, so it's, it's kind of knowing that. So like with my content, uh, I've really kind of identified my audience in a couple different sectors there. It's, it's a Christian audience. That's all it is. If people are not Christian and they're subscribing, they're kind of the anomaly. And it's not that you're not, they're not going to enjoy my content, but you know what? They're probably not going to enjoy my content too much. Um, but it's just going to be what it is where that is the content I'm producing because it's who I am. So they're Christians, but then I've got those that are in like what I would consider a full-time or an active ministry. And then there's those that aren't in ministry. They're all pretty much devout followers of Christ and they're wanting to serve him with everything they've got. Some of them are doing it in you know, kind of a vocational, um, a vocational setting. Others aren't. And so then I have to kind of break that down. So if they're just wanting like the encouragement type content, or they're wanting to get to know me and basically see how I'm living out my faith. And maybe that can inspire them a little bit. There's my vlogs and they're going to be here. Now, where else am I finding people that kind of fit that mold? Instagram? and TikTok. Now, what about the professionals or the, those that are in ministry, Facebook, and I would say LinkedIn because they're more of those professional, but they're also all on YouTube as well. Um, and then I think I've mentioned that Twitter's like, I don't know, everybody doing everything and yet nobody is there as, at the same time. Uh, so for me, that would be something where I'm trying to, you know, get in and essentially create the content that would encourage people in their faith here, but also that would show people how to do what I'm doing mm -hmm. because those are my two things. Um, and it just came down to finding my audience. And part of that was from posting other content on those platforms and seeing what does work and what doesn't work. Uh, so that's kind of where, where it's been like even on, I've tried to post like on my uh, Facebook page when I post just a vlog and stuff, it gets no traction whatsoever. Like they just don't care. Um, <laughs> and if I do it like a Bible teaching, they don't care. And I don't blame them for not caring, but that just shows me, okay, well, that's, that's not where it's at. So 
what if I put some more of this tech stuff or what if I ask a question or what if I share a, a story or a post, you know, that's in that digital ministry space, that's when people start to enjoy it and they, they kind of thrive in that environment. So then it was me just saying, okay, well, here it was. That was also my downfall of creating the second channel that we skimmed over to because I figured it would be so much easier to try to separate this without realizing that I really on YouTube it's not just two audiences. There's like three audiences. Mm-hmm. You've got those that just want like the technical aspect. They want to know how I'm doing what I'm doing, but they don't want to go to another channel to do it because they found me here and they want to stay here. Those that only want some encouragement and to see my life. And then you've got the third that they want it all. And so that's where I, I've, I've kind of gotten, I was talking to uh, Augie earlier. Um, Augie was sitting here and he said, you know, just dropped in a question. He says, where to put your content is really a great question. Do we put it here? Do we put it over there? But honestly, it's where we feel comfortable and that we can. Uh, and Augie and I were talking just before we went live about some of this as well. And it was just, you know what? Um, he's He's got, you know, vlog style stuff, but he's also doing gaming. And he's kind of separated those. And he was asking, what do you think? And I hope you don't mind me sharing this, Augie. But um, he had kind of asked and I was like, hey. PewDiePie's got like, I mean, he's the largest solo content creator and he's got everything and he just throws it all right here. And then you've got, you know, the other part where it's like, um, other channels are very niche driven and niche specific, but I think that's sometimes to try to figure out, is it going to be like a topical channel or a personality channel? And so this channel, it's got my name it's definitely a personality driven channel. And because of that, and even the what Joshua channel, it was still my name. And I tried to make it a topic with a personality attached. And that's where it was like, no, this isn't working. Uh, And like, I think you and Diana have both said, and other people have said, I took a content pillar and made it a separate channel, which was bad on me. (laughs) (laughs) Which is hilarious. That works. From from Diana. Diana gets to give you a spanking. I don't get to say anything. I get to go, <laughs> dude. You made a lot of really cool stuff. You get to warn me ahead of time. Because ahead of time, you're like, I, I don't just, do it. No, I don't was just do a it. Theory. Don't it was a theory. <laughs> I don't think so. But well, you had to test it out. Yeah. And I think that's that's a big point in all of this. You have to test it out. And if it's not working, pivot. If it is working, double down on it. Yep. Yep. Uh, I just. We, I, Yeah. Uh, Wendy teaches tech hopping in here and saying, hey, hey, Wendy, good to see you. She said that she saw this one as a recommended video and thought she would check it out. Well, you're in good company. So we're we're glad to have you. Glad to see you here. I don't think I know Wendy. Hello, Wendy. Yeah. Um, Diana saying you put content where the core ideal audience is, not where we're most comfortable putting it. And in that format, and the way the audience prefers to receive content. Think of it as a restaurant analogy. Um, that could definitely, yeah, I get that. She's saying, you know, like social behaviors and where you put pillar content is like a restaurant. No burger joint sells a $500 steak. Yes. <laughs> uh, and, and that's where I, I definitely agree. I think, and this is something that I, I've taught other ministers. Here's the hard part. I teach a lot of this and I tell people these things that then I don't actually practice myself. And then I have those that are close to me that use my own words against me and it stings that much more. Um, (laughs) so to me, I've like, I've told people, you know, start where you're at. So where are you currently at? Just start sharing what you want right there. Use what you got, do what you can. But after you've start where you're at, use what you got and done what you can, you then need to go where you're not and do what you can't. Look and that you. requires learning. Wordsmith, baby. And that He's requires going. Well, I, I use the whole story of ex of you know Exodus and Moses. I mean, he just started right where he was at. And he used what he had to do what he could. And then at some point, all of a sudden, he needed an Aaron and he needed a herd to help him. And then they had to go to a place that they had never been before because, well, that's where we're supposed to go. So for me, it's like, that's where I kind of went this. I was starting on, on YouTube, even though it wasn't technically where I was at, I was kind of at there. And it was like, I'm going to go here because at least I know this is where I need to be. And so I just started putting all of the content right here. 
And then from there, it's like, okay, this type of content, actually there's an, a demographic and an audience on this platform. Maybe I need to try it. Uh, and then let's see, and let's kind of go on that. So that's where it was. So, um, you know, with that restaurant analogy, yeah, I, I think a burger joint really works and there's even different burger joints. Like I've spent a dollar on a burger at McDonald's. I've spent like, I don't know, six, seven bucks on a burger at, you know, five guys. And then I've spent, I don't know what, 10, 15 bucks over at like Red Robin. And they're, they're made differently. They're prepared differently, but you kind of, and it's a different clientele as well. It's, it's how you're going to consume it. So some of my stuff's going to be super short. Some of it's going to be super long. And then there's going to be some that's in the middle and it's trying to fear, figure out where that content's placed. So does that answer Diana. anything at all? has obviously never been to a Mexican food restaurant and ordered a hamburger. I'm just saying. If they, you know, you know. Do they if you know, sell you know, them? Just try it out. Go to go to one of your better Mexican food restaurants. We which got five here in you town. Would, you would never. I mean, you just, you wouldn't in your right mind order a hamburger and order a hamburger. Yeah. I don't know how that messes with the, the, the illustration here, but there's some really good hamburgers. It is, <laughs> is ridiculous. Yep. Anyway, somebody said hamburger. I thought hamburger. Yeah. What we got? Uh, Trey saying the never ending question, what pillars of content, how many channels, etc." cetera. Uh, yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of, of the current mindset uh, and current approach. And I say current because it is likely going to change with me. Um, yep. but currently I would sit there and say, if it's just a content pillar that doesn't have its own audience, then it needs to be a separate channel. If that made sense, if it, if it's just a, so we'll look at my tech stuff. It was okay. obvious on this channel that I could put the tech videos and there was an audience here that wanted to watch it. Not everybody wanted to watch it, but quite frankly, I'm coming up on 2000 subscribers and I may get, you know, 200 views if I'm really lucky, unless it's a short and then I'm going to get about 20 views. So there's obviously a large portion of my audience that doesn't watch all of my content anyways, and that's okay. But look at some of the engagement, look at the feedback and see where it's at. And then the other thing, like in talking with Diana that she kind of reinforced was that we need to think of when those content pillars, there's some of them that are deep and there's some of them that are wide. There's some that's going to build the community and there's some that's going to, and build it by like the relationships and then mm -hmm. some that's going to grow it by the reach. So deep, wide. This one here, what we do right here, this is more of a, a deep thing because yes, yeah. we're talking more tech today, but why that's kind of what is on our hearts and minds for the last few days. Um, but then you've got other times that we're just chatting about, you know, Mexican food restaurants and, you know, people that want me to shovel a sidewalk that doesn't exist at our church. And, oh, man, you know, all, oh. all of the, all of these things. So we'll just kind of ramble on stuff. But a tech video is more of a wide video because it's going to reach a broader audience. Some that may want to stick around, some that don't want to stick around. And if you don't want to stick around, peace. See ya. Um, so what hey, pillars of content, how many channels it is, it's a never ending question. And we just, I don't know, we keep trying to figure it out. Joshua, I what? have a limited amount of time left on the, the, uh, the live stream here today. This is true. Just wanted to give you a heads up. So if you wanted to field questions and wrap it up, or if you wanted to bring someone else on, just wanted to give you a, Hey, I appreciate a, that. A heads up. Let's, so just, I've got about five minutes. Yep. Yep. Let's get to some of these others in here. Um, yeah, Diana saying she loves Jared's smiles as we talk about the what Joshua channel that is. I'm deceased. trying not to. I don't have a poker face. It is. It <laughs> is deceased. And I think there was a comment up here as well um, that I, I was. Yeah. John Hayes saying, I'm curious why Josh picked the day of the live stream to publish the deleting the channel video. Um, <laughs> I didn't see it yet. A lot of what I do has no rhyme or reason. I just do things because, well, I want to. Uh, and honestly, because of a lot of the video that I create, if I don't record it, edit, publish it, put it out there, 
then it just sets and then I'll often not mess with it. And that yes. video, that video deleting the channel had to coincide with me moving the podcast pro boom arm mic over to this channel. Yep. Um, and there are links with OC white because I've kind of worked with them on making sure they had access to that. And because of embedding on their website and different pages, they needed that link as soon as possible to kind of wait. So there was, there was some timing issues on that. Um, and I could have waited a day or two to do it, but I didn't want to, no, I just no, wanted to man. get to it. There's nothing worse than watching a video that you've worked on or an idea that you've worked on die Yeah, and just, just sit there, never get published. I'm I'm a fan of that. Just just get it out there. Like the the one that we published today almost didn't make it. The Snowmageddon. Yeah. That almost didn't make it. I didn't think it was a good video. Uh, I went back and forth with my wife. I'm like, there's nothing happens. There's there's no content in this. It was cold. Great. Like I'm not going to release that on the channel. But I shot a bunch of footage. She's like, just let me see this thing. Yeah. Threw some threw some of her Instagram stories in there. That's all her. She threw some Instagram stories in there. Made a little bit of a story out of it. We published it. I feel better. Yeah, I, that would have eaten away at my soul. I'm, I was I so hate, glad to see it because it's I been a, it's been way too long since you or I had uploaded a vlog, and that was the other thing. It's like, I mean, come on, do you see right right there? You see what that says? Vlog pastors. <laughs> that means the pastors yeah. got a vlog, uh, yeah. and so that was yeah, that was it. Um, Sonic Grace in the house saying, "Hey, you guys." What's up, um, man? So <laughs> we got that. Uh, he felt get my to, pain. Yeah, to some of these others. Um, yeah. Augie saying, Trey, the truth to that question. Honestly, those who have made separate channels often start creating new channels after having a large audience to separate. Yeah, that would be the thing. Is there a, a point in time where I could separate the What Joshua back out to a separate channel? Sure. Um, Editor. It, it could be possible, but I doubt it's going to happen. I think if you have an editor, you had somebody to run along behind you and you had your bucket set up of where you wanted to put your content and you felt like there was a separate audience mm -hmm. and all that other stuff. I'm talking practically now. Yeah. We can film all day long. We can do the personality thing all day long. I just cannot edit all day. There's not enough hours in the day. I'd have to have somebody to feed that to. And that I'm at a place Logan, right now that off, the yeah. – off. I'm at the place that the – I think the only way I would start to separate out the channel currently uh, is if I was doing like three uploads a day. Um, and they were each different themed uploads, then I would probably do a separate or a couple other channels. But again, that's going to have to be somebody else editing and, and doing stuff as well. So yeah, it's, it's just, I don't know. Um, Wendy sitting here and saying, I'm also a minister and want to move into teaching churches and ministries, how to use tech and to create and share content. Come on. I'm, I'm on there with you. Uh, that's something that I'm, I'm, I've been doing, I just haven't been monetizing it in any approach. And if I really want to be able to help more, I'm going to have to monetize it because it's going to have to free up some time for me to then teach more. It's it's that whole scaling thing. So I'm going to be using Buy Me a Coffee for a lot of that, uh, as well as you know some free stuff here and some free stuff there. But a lot of the paid and in-depth stuff is probably going to be hosted over on the, the Buy Me a Coffee link, which Diana was asking. Where is your buy me a coffee widget? Um, I don't know. It's it's here somewhere, but it's not really. I love her. It's it's not real. I don't. I had it set up and I tested it out, but I tested it out in the wrong scene, and with the way that eCam and Skype are not cooperating, I'm I'm not going to pull it up anymore. Um, but I had it all set up, Diana. I, trust me, I followed your post-it note advice to me. And Thank you. It was, it was set up. It's going. I've already started to drop members only content. I've already reworded a lot of my stuff, but yes, it's he working. Calls me, he calls me, what was it yesterday or day before? Day before yesterday. And he's like, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Diana <laughs> yeah. gave me a spanking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, and great. And then I just saw a comment here. Um, John saying, I don't see the buy me a coffee link in the links below either. Well, that is my bad, and I'm actually I'm going to blame it on uh, YouTube because I just transferred everything over here. But uh, Wendy, what I was going to say, Wendy, is yes, do that, do that. There's there's plenty of room, opportunity, and need for so many more of us to be teaching oh, yeah. others to do so many more, so much more. Uh, there's there's just not enough of us doing what we need to be doing here on the uh, plus the digital. Realm. It was. It was fun for the first little bit, first, you know, four, five, six, seven churches that say, hey, 
what do I need to be doing? Like, what equipment do you use? What do you recommend for video? What do you recommend for sound? And, you know, you hop into it with them for a couple of times. But then after a while, it's like, "Ah, man, I wish I could just send them somewhere. Or I wish there was a course or I wish there was somebody who did consulting on this type of thing who would who was paid for just some sort of resource for them rather than let me go. I'll come over. We'll look at it. Let's take a look at this. What we probably could have done all this over the phone. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for doing what you do. Keep doing it. More of you guys. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, let's see. I think we had some others in here. Um, yes. John was saying, I was excited to see you both post vlogs. I know how busy you've been. Thanks, John. But great to see getting back into the swing of things. And uh, if I understood that video that you posted this morning, Jared, and if people understood the cliffhanger that I put on the end of mine, do we both have another vlog coming out yet this week? Yeah, it's it's done. I'm just <laughs> not happy with it. Yeah. Like it's it's made. I'm just so, you know, you know how it goes. It's ready to go. I got a video coming. I said it was going to come out. I promised it. It's coming. Yep. Good. Get it out there. I've I've got that and other stuff that is going to be um yeah, coming like I've got as soon as we get off here, which that's why I'm not going to run this too much longer. And we're going to go ahead and wrap up because I have still got a bunch of shorts. I didn't release the short for today. Um, and I've got to finish editing some of those and get those out. Why? Because I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> so Dude, that's when I saw you start doing those things, I'm like, you're nuts. That's I mean, it's you can batch record them. I got what you're doing. But like, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot of. That's a lot of SEO. That's a lot of. That's a lot of coordinating. That's that's a lot, man. Get yep. it. Yep. Getting it on it. So there we go. Um, yeah. If you see right below Jared, if you guys want to check it out, if you want some of that uh, behind the scenes type of stuff to help you with your own digital ministry, uh, right underneath Jared's chin, right covering up his SM7B. Buymeacoffee.com backslash Joshua Verwers. You can do that. And shout out to Diana who just became a new member over at BMAC. Thank you, Diana. I love you. All right. Jared, are we out of here? Yeah, we're out, man. All right. Hey, until then, stay blessed. Enjoy God's best. And have a fantastic next couple days until you see us.